0: Let's go. Here we go. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. At Hertz, you can change scenery without ever changing your standards. That's right. No matter where you are with Hertz, you'll always find exactly the right vehicle to make your let's go moment unforgettable. Visit Hertz.com to book today. Hertz, let's go. Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy. How are you doing today, Tommy? It's a rough go yesterday.
1: I'm all right. I'm all right. Just as you described, rough rough day and... um... Man, losing sucks. That's just the reality. There's not a lot of explanation. Unfortunately, I've had to do you know, too, many, too much of that this year. So just learning from it and trying to be better. And obviously woke up at 3 a.m. this morning just trying to figure out. You know, I just had some real shitty plays yesterday at the end of the day. So you can't win when the quarterback turns it over four times. And that's on me. So that's how I feel.
0: Like you say, it's never happened before. You haven't lost eight games in a season. And those four turnovers uh, all taken place there. Uh, in fact, three turnovers and seven plays. Um, what happens? What changes the complexion of a game? I know you always say it isn't one play or it isn't one thing, but w- what happens if things are going so well and then all of a sudden, you know, it's that thing you've told us for years, you can't learn how to win a game yeah. until you learn how not to lose.
1: Yeah, and there's lots of ways to lose. You know, we played San Francisco the week before, and they just were—they played better, more physical, all those things. And then – You know, we come home, we play against a good team, you know, returning Super Bowl team that's obviously has a lot of talent. And we just, you know, we held them to like, I don't know, 35 yards, 70 yards or something like that in the first half before their two minute drive. We were playing great and we came out in the second half and just, you know, there's no explanation for it other than it was just a loss of focus, loss of concentration. And, you know, that's what leads to bad plays. You know, from my standpoint, I can always you know, there's ways you can handle adversity. One is you point fingers at other people, which we don't do. You know, another thing you do is you quit. And that's not what we do. Another thing is you point a finger at yourself and that's what we do. And I got to, I got to do a better job and I got to be better for my team. I got to be better for organization. I got to be better for our fans. And I'm just, all it does is motivate me to work harder. And, you know, I've, definitely been challenged you know in in you know different ways um and it's this is what resilience is all about this is not folding the tent when things get hard this is about you know fighting your way through it and figuring out how to overcome it and in a crazy 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 way our whole our whole season's still ahead of us no one would ever imagine that and you know what it doesn't matter if you don't take advantage of that but we have an opportunity to do something about it. And, you know, we're, we're at the home stretch. There's three games to play. And it's been very frustrating, a lot of things. Um, it's been very difficult dealing with the losses. And at the same time, does that detract from your confidence? Is that going to lead to a shitty week of practice and a lack of preparation for a game that we need to go win? And we got to figure out how to win and go to Sunday night in Arizona on Christmas to figure out how to win a game. And I think when you point the finger at yourself, that's the only way to get better. You know, and you know, I know my teammates feel the same way.
0: Jim Gray with Tom Brady. We're here on Let's Go. We're going to be joined by Snoop Dogg. He's our special guest here uh, for our Christmas edition. The most special guest. He's An amazing guy. He is an amazing guy, and uh, he's 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 a, he's a legendary guy, and he's a treasure. Uh, so we got Snoop coming up. Uh, our program is brought to you by USAA. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash USAA. 100. Tom, can you talk about the emotional aspect that this takes on you? You're so used to winning uh, and now you find yourself in this circumstance. You've gone from GOAT. By winning that game against New Orleans, uh, everybody's saying, how does he keep doing this? He's just incredible to now what's happened in the last two weeks. It's like, why is he still playing this game? Uh, Can you talk about just the emotional aspect? Forget about what outsiders think. What's going on with you internally?
1: No, it's a good question. And and it's interesting because you would think, oh, well, why is he still playing? Because all you want to do is win. And that's all sports should be about is winning. And I agree. It should be about winning. But it's also I'm looking at like, no, what am I learning? What am I learning from, you know, putting a similar amount of energy in over the last couple of years and not winning? What is that teaching me? You know, why should we feel like we're just entitled to win all the time? We're not. That's not what life's about. You know, and I think anyone who's gone through life and struggles at their job or struggles in other aspects of life, when you do put effort and energy into it, you know, what are you learning from that as opposed to, you know, why is that happening to you and for you? know why why you're not a victim of that we're not a victim of losing games the sun came up today we got something to do about it we woke up we have a chance why you know this is not the time to you know feel sorry for yourself so get up go into work and make it better and improve it and work harder and work more determined and you know it's it's so easy to throw in the towel it's so easy that's what most people want it's why you listen on tv and Oh, it's what you should have done. Well, yeah, if you're a loser, that's what you should do. You should just just fold the tent when things don't go the way you want. That's not the way life is.
0: you know, So what have you is- learned? What What is the lessons? What have you specifically learned in these last, whatever, 13 weeks that you didn't have already in your table of contents?
1: A lot of them. A lot of them are very personal that you know I don't really care to share. I mean, they really don't. It's just, look, we all have – physical mental emotional aspects to us and all those things are challenged some years you are challenged a little more physically you got to overcome some adversities physically maybe you get you know i took a big shot in my shoulder this year you know did it did it did it derail me not at all i just had to deal with it and i've dealt with that in the past you know the emotional challenges of losing and um those challenges those are hard those are really hard it's hard to show up every day to the media and say why aren't you getting it done what's wrong with you why is it you know Why are you guys not performing the way you want? I've never had to deal with that. And you know what? It's not very fun. And I have a lot more empathy for guys that are putting all that time and energy in and things aren't going their way. And that could be not just a football player, you know, not just, you know, that's anyone in their job. That could be at the guy working at UPS. That could be a guy working in the military. That could be working in a sales office. That could be Killian Mbappé who scored three goals in the World Cup. And you know what? The team just didn't win, you know, so. It's just it's life. You're not entitled to winning. No one's guaranteed winning. No one's guaranteed tomorrow. The sun came up today, and you're gonna try to make this day the best day you can based on what happened the day before, and you know what can you learn and what can you what can motivate you to go forward. And is
0: it compounded because you're the leader that you are, because you've won the seven Super Bowls, and because everybody's looking to you?
1: Yeah. And as they should. And I, and that's something I got to do a better job of, you know, I got to do a better job of that these next three weeks, I have to do my best I can with my enthusiasm, my energy and my emotion directed in the appropriate way toward everyone, my coaches, my teammates, the opponents, my personal life, all those things have to be focused in the right way. And, you know, that's what, that's what being a professional really is. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm working hard at still.
0: Our program, Let's Go, Jim Gray with Tom Brady. We're brought to you by American Express. It's easy to get excited about going to the game. You love hearing the sound of the whistle or smelling the game day concessions all the way from your seat. That's what reminds you of the thrill of the game. And you know that Amex is gonna be there with you every step of the way, because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express, don't live life without it. Well, we got Snoop Dogg coming up Uh, He's going to brighten things up. We're going to have a lot of fun with Snoop Dogg. Before we bring him on, let's talk about the remaining three games. You haven't played on Christmas. You've watched NBA on Christmas. Uh, You've seen other athletes participate. Now you're going to be spending Christmas Eve in a hotel in Arizona somewhere. And Christmas Day, you're going to wake up to perhaps housekeeping knocking on your door. Then you got a game big game on Sunday night. What's this going to be like for
1: you? It'll be a new experience that I've never had before that I'm going to learn how to deal with. And I think that's what life's about. So you just asked a question about what have you learned from this football season? You know, I'm going to learn how to deal with Christmas Eve in a hotel, and I'm going to have to learn how to deal with Christmas and Christmas night and still go out there and be a professional and then look forward to celebrating Christmas with my kids, uh, you know, the day after, which is, you know, just part of what, you know, part of what football season has been for a long time. So, you know, it's just, again, emotional aspects that allow us to thrive. There's physical, mental, emotion, physical, mental emotional, and that's what, you know, those are, those are the different challenges that we face in our lives and, and all of us. Like I said, there's, I talked to a businessman. He was like, God, you know, all your injuries, you know, over the years. I said, yeah, football's, football's a tough sport. You know, there's a lot of injuries to deal with. And he goes, look, I've been a businessman all these years. So a lot of shit I deal with too. You know i deal with anxiety i deal with stress i deal with all that i deal with high blood pressure i deal with that you know and i said you're right you're right we all have our battles you know i may deal with broken fingers and broken ribs and torn ligaments but you know other people are dealing with shit too and that's 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 good perspective to have
0: perhaps without being flipping you should have asked him does the guy at the desk next to you come over and smack you in the head every once in a while
1: (laughs) you're right maybe there should be no there shouldn't be a lot of that but At least in football, it's legal, so I guess we're cool with it.
0: All right, Tom, you ready to laugh? It's Christmas. Absolutely. It's Happy New Year's. We're going to laugh. We got Snoop Dogg coming up. Remind everybody, our program is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, even football fans can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can'tstopbanking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. Snoop Dogg with us next right here on Let's Go on SiriusXM. Hey there, everybody. I'm Jake Mitz, And I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball BarbaCast. If you like your baseball analysis with a dash of joy and fun,
1: then boy, oh boy, do I have the podcast for you. Jordan and I break down all things MLB and beyond twice a week, every Monday and Thursday here on Baseball BarbaCast. You can download the Baseball BarbaCast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or
0: subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I guarantee a good time. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady. We got a great guest, the one and only, the great Snoop Dogg. Our show is brought to you by K Jewelers. The holidays are just days away, but there's still time to find an unforgettable gift for everyone on your list at K. And save time when you shop online and choose in-store pickup. This holiday, celebrate every kiss with K. And
2: every kiss begins with (laughs) K.
0: Snoop, you hit it it out of the park right there. Hey, Snake, play Tommy right now. So that was our comparison.
1: Why are we doing this? Every kiss begins with K. I need some work.
0: Every kiss begins with K. (laughs) That's way better than yours, Scratchy. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Snoop, thanks for joining us, pal. Happy holidays. This
2: is goat talk right here, man. Anytime I can get on a, a chat, a video chat with you and TB, I mean, this is an honor
1: and a treat for me. Same here.
0: It's a huge honor for us. How would you describe this weekend in sports? Tiger Woods playing with his son, the World Cup. We saw Messi, uh, another GOAT, uh, get to hold the World Cup. We had those great comebacks in the National Football League, uh, the greatest comeback ever. What what would you say this weekend was in sports, uh, Snoop?
2: This week was everything what sports was meant to be. It brings people together. It gives you heartbreak. It gives you excitement. It gives you you know, hope it gives you root for, it gives you legends. Sports is the is the melting pot to bringing the whole world together. If you mm-hmm. notice when that World Cup was on, even if you wasn't rooting for a player, you just was happy to see that this was something that could bring the world together, a mm-hmm. world sport, a dominant sport that the whole world can be engaged in. And this week was so exciting because it was like some games that was lost was exciting, some games that was won, but at the same time it's sports. Somebody
1: has to win and somebody has to lose. You know, I think, too, it's just so few things in our lives, you know, bring us together like that. I saw that scene outside of like Buenos Aires and like the way the people just it's amazing how, you know, this this one ball brings so many people, you know, it, it just aligns so many people in a positive way. Yeah, negative ways can bring people together, too, you know, in a, in a crazy way, you know, you see you know wars obviously as an example is a bad example but you know it's a it's nice to see joyful things bring people together in sports the world cup the olympics you know in america you know our sporting events are bring so many people together so it's great to see everyone feels a part of it it's live it's in the moment every emotion like i was watching the raider game yesterday i saw that last play and it's like it's, it's so bad and then Oh my God, it's so good. And where else in life do things like that happen? You know, and I've been on the winning end of those, man, I go crazy. I don't even know how to feel. You don't even know what to feel. <laughs> it's just, it's really shitty. And the next thing you know, it's unbelievable, you know, yeah. and that's what you're, that's what you're always hoping for as a spectator and certainly as a
0: player. Snoop, I know you love and appreciate sound. Listen to Andres Cantor as he called the game in Spanish for the world feed and for the Spanish speaking world.
2: Yes mm-hmm. see that's that's the sound of a country mm-hmm. that's not a team It's a difference when you have a team that wins a championship and you have a state that celebrates, that's a whole country. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? That's a whole country that that spirit is brought through that man's voice. You can feel it. You can hear it in him. That felt good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Tommy, do you know Messi? Never met him. Nope. Never come across him. Obviously watched him a long time and, and, um, just amazing player i mean for you know pretty mellow guy you know just just been an unbelievable player and just been pretty chill and you know goes about his business keeps things pretty private but man what a player and what a what a career unbelievable
2: that's crazy Tom. you ain't never met Messi. i ain't never met michael Jordan.
1: what is that
0: right as many games as you've been to snoop sitting courtside I'm a Laker fan. I don't be trying to go fraternize with the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what's interesting? Jack Nicholson has the exact same feeling because Jack would attend all the games and he never went into the locker room. And Kobe Bryant told me after all those years, he'd only met him once. And and so I asked Jack, I said, What's the deal here? You don't talk to Kobe, you talk to all everybody else, and everybody on the side he says. I'm not backstage. I don't like people coming into the trailer before I work. Why would they want me in the locker room?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of right. I met Jack Nicklaus for the first time. Um, I was playing golf at Augusta last year, very fortunate to go there and I was playing and um, they said, Oh, you know, Jack Nicklaus is, and obviously my dad is a huge Jack Nicklaus fan. Obviously I was too. And they said, no, he's out here. He's not playing, but, um, you know, he's out there with his grandkids, but as we were finishing 18, he was waiting there. And I thought, what are the highlights of my life, you know, to meet that, you know, and someone that I had obviously seen for, heard my dad talk about, watch, and then all of a sudden he's there as we're finishing up our round. That was an amazing feeling for me.
2: That's a beautiful thing when you can actually become that someone that you idolized, or that you watched as a kid. Like, to be able to, like, when I watched you the other day, Tom, when you, the game was over with, and the youngster came to you with the jersey, your emotions didn't even allow you to even entertain, we lost, get out my face. You went straight to, here you go, young man. Yeah. I know what this means to you. I'm mad as hell right now, but this is bigger than me right now. This is about you watching me as a kid, and this is the biggest thing that's probably ever going to happen to you so let me give you that moment right here here you go yeah. that was beautiful because I, I, that's you- what i loved about the loss was what you did right there that was beautiful
1: yeah do you do that much snoop with people that you know young artists obviously they, you're they look up to you so much i mean how do you feel that's got to be amazing feeling right
2: it's crazy because for example future the artist future he came to me before he had a record deal and he had a few dollars for me to rap on his album So I put a verse on his album. Rap with him. His record came out five, six years later. He's the biggest rapper in the world. So it's like when you like to watch you do that is the same reflection. It's like I I thrive when I see youngsters that admire me and are inspired by me and then become better than me or become their own, you know, professional at what they do.
1: It's interesting for me too. Like I think, and I said this the other. I think I said this a week or two ago. But I think when you play football right? Your emotions are a high, high level because it's so it's physical contact. So there's an anger emotion that is in you, you know? Yeah, you're competing, but it's not like it's golf. You know, it's, it's a man. I want to, let's get these guys, you know, let they're the enemy. So I think it's, as you get older, especially for me, because I know a lot of these young guys look up to me so much and my word carries a lot of weight, even with my own teammates. But when I was young, you know, I was in Ray Lewis's face, you know, I was, I was in, you know, Ed, Ed Reed and those guys I love and respect so much, but it's different now. I don't feel like I can do that because I feel like I'm giving them, it's almost, it's just a wrong, um, I don't want them to have that feeling, you know what I mean? And I feel that way, but I almost feel like, God, if I do that, then it's not like a contemporary saying it. It's more like, Man, that Tom Brady, what an asshole.
2: But they're going to you know? love you whether you beat them or they beat you. That's what I come to find out. It's like you got that kind of effect to where it's like even after they lose, <laughs> they running after you. Hey, Tom, you guys kicked your ass. Could you sign my jersey? <laughs> hey, I guess shit, I'm cooler I feel than that. Good when that happens.
1: It does, but I bet we've been losing too much this year to feel that way. So, fuck, I've been on the losing end too many times this year.
2: Come on, T.B., you had so many great seasons. You know, we got we to gotta see if you got what it takes to bounce back one more time.
1: You're right. And that's what I've been thinking about today. You know, what is this teaching me? What is this? And it's just teaching me things about me that I never, you know, that I've never had to deal with, you know, what type of adversities? And, you know, like I, I even tell my kids, you know, like I don't want I want you to fail. I really want you to fail because I want to see what happens when you fail. And I think part of me right now is just it's been tough. You know, we're six and eight hasn't gone the way it's wanted but what's it teaching me what am I going to do how am I going to show up how am I going to persevere how am I gonna find the positivity how am I going to find the blessing how am I going to find you know the 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 obstacles the way you know and you got to just overcome it you got to show up more determined you know more focused and see what you can make of it so that's what i'm gonna do
2: what I, what i what I was taught was when you're winning you don't focus on what you're doing wrong you focus on what you're doing right And sometimes winning breeds the wrong character because it doesn't teach you what you could be better at. So when you do happen to lose, it helps you focus in on what you can get better at. So you're gonna be all right. This is what you do, TB.
1: I've been watching you for a long time, baby. I know. Snoop, what about you when you have, so let's say you have a bad night, what's it look like? When you have a bad night you're like, damn, it just was not the way I wanted it to go. What's that look like for you?
2: It looks like when I'm on stage and I feel like I'm 51 now, my legs is tired, I can't dance like I used to. Uh, forgetting some of the words to the songs, tired as a motherfucker trying to hear him get to the last song. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. things like that where it used to be, I used to be, I love being on stage. Like you have to pull me off stage. Now it's like, I'm looking at the clock like, uh, 50, I mean, 58 minutes, 59. Thank you. Good evening. Have a great
1: night. <laughs> I know. Well, I think in some ways I relate to that because there's such an expectation that people have you don't want to let anyone down, you want to give them, you know, and it, you, we're not perfect, this is a in-the-moment thing, so it's like they're expecting, man, perfection every time out, you know, and it's hard sometimes, because you want perfection too, but it just doesn't go that way, because it's not scripted, you don't get, we're not actors, this isn't hell, take two, no, man, this is, I wish I could have said last night, no, give me that one back, hey, you know, stop the tape, let's run that one back, but that's not the way it works.
2: We don't have a rewind button on our on our games.
0: No, <laughs> I wish. Do you know, Snoop? Do you know when you have a great show? Yeah, you could feel
2: it. It's like the energy, the people, the like the. It's just a spirit. It's more about a spirit. Like you could feel it when people leave and they smile and they enjoying themselves. It's like. It's the energy. I can't even explain it. It's something that I've gained over the years where it's an energy. I know you got it too, Tom. It's the energy. Like even when you plan and you feel the crowd getting you going, it's like it's something about it where it be we become one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Jim Gray, along with Snoop Dogg and Tom Brady, we're here on Let's Go. For your next special occasion, visit Mastro's, an unmatched dining experience known for its world-class service and exquisite cuisine. Mastro's offers the finest prime steaks and freshest seafood, all in a lively atmosphere. Visit Mastro's.com for locations and reservations. We're sending Snoop to Mastro's, Morton's, Del Frisco. Snoop can go wherever he wants. Bring the band, Snoop. Come on. That's right.
2: Yeah, hello. This is Snoop Dogg I'm calling for Jim Gray. Yeah, he got some money he owed me. Tell him to give me my money right now.
0: Bye. What you holding right there, Snoop? That's a lot. That's the Jim Gray phone. I like I like that. That looked like money Mayweather. That's more money than he carrying around.
2: That's the Jim Gray phone, baby.
0: All right, let's talk about that Raiders play. Tommy, I know that uh, that went against your Patriots, uh, but uh and it doesn't make up for the Tuck rule game. Uh, because they'll never get over that, but (laughs) they'll be playing that one for a long time in in Raider land, the Raider nation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was, that was crazy. I mean, crazy. And I was a part of the one in Miami um, with 2017 when we lost at, you know, at Miami on the Miami miracle, it was just so improbable for that to happen. And, you know, I saw that highlight as I was driving home from the game yesterday and it's just sports, man. They just, it's, you never know. You never know. I mean, anything can happen. And it's the coordination of so many people, right? Because there's a lot of players. And there's you, the quarterback gets the play call from the coach. The uh, the quarterback, you know, gives the information to the players. Now the players got to do something with it. And the coach isn't talking to everybody. You try to prepare in advance. And, you know, it's just a crazy game. And, you know, I saw Ramondre got the ball. It was a great run. I'm sure the Raiders at that point were like, tackle him, tackle him. Then they pitch it to Jacoby and Jacoby's trying to make it happen. And next thing you know, Jacoby got it. Oh, you and then in the moment you might lose your train of thought because you lose what's really going on in the situation. You think, oh, someone tossed me about, I got to make a play. And that's the worst. Sometimes that's the worst thing when you say, I got to make a play. I got to make a play. And you know, the play was obviously to go to overtime, but man, that's sports. And it goes from, oh my God, tackle that guy to oh my God, we got the ball. And then the Patriots are saying, tackle that guy and they couldn't get him on the ground. So it's crazy sports. And I know
2: that is not in Bill Belichick's playbook with all that nonsense. <laughs> he is not with the nonsense. I could just see him like, what in the hell is going on? Get down, young man. Get down.
1: I know. It's hard. It's so hard. And how do you I think,
0: think that meeting went with Coach Belichick today, Tommy? Give <laughs> us an idea how that went.
1: You know what? It's uh, – <laughs> They're all they're all learning. This is the thing. I think they're all learning lessons. But at the same time, that's probably never going to happen again. So just like that Miami miracle, we we changed some strategy after that play. I think there's another word for just kneel on the ball and go to overtime. But it, it wasn't good. And there's probably look, there's a lot of reasons why you win or lose. And I know. You know, everyone always points to one play in that particular play because it was so incredible. They're going to show it probably forever. But there was probably other plays in the game, which known Coach Belichick, he's probably like, guys, these are the 20 other things we could have done to win the game, too, which is, you know, part of his great coaching.
0: Now, Snoop, that was done with the reverence and respect of a man who he won six Super Bowls with. Now give it to us (laughs) real. What do you think Coach Belichick really was saying today? Cussing them the fuck out right now. (laughs)
2: Do your job. God damn it. I've said it over and over again. And you just won't listen. Uh, I
1: know. I know.
2: I can hear Mr. Kraft. Bill, I-, I told you, I don't know what these guys are doing. They should have just tucked the knee and went to overtime.
1: Uh, I know. <laughs> I was a part of a play yesterday. That's the first time it's ever happened to me. I went to hand the ball off and fumbled the ball. I literally reached to the running back. And it's one inch from his stomach, and the ball squirts out of my hands. I mean, I had never in my life. Is that father st- time? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's— Did he that's,
2: have in uh, put his hand in the, in, the, in the bread basket?
1: No, that's father fucking ridiculousness is what it is. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything other than father time. That's just nonsense.
0: You've probably actually done that play, what, four or five hundred thousand times?
1: Hand in the ball? I, I mean, yeah, a hundred, two hundred thousand times in practice games, yeah, endless times. First time. First time, yeah. I mean, I know I've I've fumbled other handoffs, but not in that way where, you know, I caught must have been a a wet greasy spot on the ball and it just slipped out. I mean, so, you almost you lost your
0: thumb on? on a handoff in practice a few years ago before had the Super Bowl, right? I I had a Bowl, right? glove,
2: did you,
1: did you I, had a glove and the thing is they make these silicone gloves, but if there's a little moisture on these silicone gloves, they get really slick. Mm. And I don't know what yeah. I mean, look, no excuses. I don't want to make it seem like there's an excuse. There's no excuse for it. The reality is a lack of concentration and inexcusable, and that's why we lost. So it's fucking – that's why you wake up at 3.12 in the morning, which was my first time I woke up today.
0: Jim Gray with Snoop Dogg and Tom Brady. We're here on Let's Go. Our program's brought to you by Brady Brand. Check it out at BradyBrand.com, including the brand-new Brady Pant. Great Christmas gift. BradyBrand.com, where you can – Look good and feel even better. We know you know that, Snoop. Brady Brand, let's go. Brady,
2: Brady, Brady Brand. There you go. Brady, Brady, Brady Brand. Brady, I gotta ship Brady, some stuff Brady, to Snoop. Brady, that's what I do. I can't really get it in my hands. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's we that's got. You're hired.
2: Else. Shit, we could not have one
0: for that. Damn,
1: you're hired, but I don't think we can afford you.
0: <laughs> that's all the house, baby. California love. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever rapped about Tom?
2: Yeah, I got a song called Swivel. I keep my head on the swivel. I'm I was I was playing quarterback the whole song where I'm like I'm in the pocket like Brady and you know what I'm saying the whole nine. And come on, man, that's what I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Snoop, and you're branding everything. I mean you got you got Snoop Wine, you got Snoop cartoons, you got you got Snoop everything.
2: We're living life right now, Jim. You know what? I found out that people love me, so I got to give people what they love. Like from the babies, I've created a a kid program called Doggyland where we're teaching from ages toddlers to like six or seven years old. Then I got for the the grown people that love me. I got wine products for them. And then I got this for the people that want to hear this and this. I'm like, I'm living life, man. I figured out what I'm supposed to be doing here. I'm supposed to be entertaining and giving people love, and that's what I'm doing.
1: Does that take a toll on you, Snoop? Take it a, really you know, don't.
2: It's 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 to it's to make me get up. It's what I I love this shit, Tom. But at the same time, I'm 51 now, so it's mm-hmm. like the moves I used to make. I have to take my time. I can't run. I got to jog now. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we had a lightning round for you. We had a couple of questions we wanted to ask you, Snoop, before we let Let's you go. go. It's our Let's Christmas go. celebration. How long Let's do you go. think you could last on the TB12 diet?
2: <laughs> what is the diet? Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. I may have to break the diet after after day two. I'll start it, but then I'm going to have to
1: get What do you like of- to eat, Snoop? What do you like to eat? I'll tell you if it's on the on the regimen.
2: I like pastas, chicken. I like steak. I like salads, fruits, bread. That all works.
1: That all works. A little, a little less bread, but that all works. I got another one. So if I was a rapper, what would my stage name be? Calvin Brodus.
2: Your name would be... The goat with the smoke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like
0: that. I like. You know, that. I'm wondering. I'm wondering when kids come in your neighborhood, Snoop, and you tell them to stay off the grass. Uh, how do they take that? Because it, it has entirely <laughs> different meaning when that comes from you. <laughs> they they
2: understand what it means. They play on the grass all day, but when nighttime comes, they know they stay off the grass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a great response that's terrific that's so good
1: Snoop what was the What was the most stoned you've ever been in your whole life
2: with Willie fucking Nelson <laughs> we was in Amsterdam <laughs> on 420 and he was doing a concert out there he performed on the 19th and I performed on the 20th so we went back to his hotel room and we was playing dominoes so Willie had a vape a joint I had a blunt and he had a pipe so me and him playing dominoes one on one he whooping my ass and I'm just getting higher and higher and higher. And he just keep passing it to me. And I'm like, this old motherfucker's is out smoking me. And I'm trying to stop, but I can't because I don't want to show no signs of weakness. So then 15 minutes into the session, I, suggest, I say, "Willie, hey, man, let's get something to eat, man. <laughs> and we go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? So we're in the back of the van. And when they bring the chicken from the drive-thru, they give it to us. And me and Willie both put our hands in the bucket at the same time. <laughs> and we grabbed the same piece of chicken, Tom. And I look at Willie and I say, It's yours, cuz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, That's amazing. What a great story. That's great awesome. story. You know, That's I've always awesome. wanted to ask you this, Snoop. Do you think the dogs name their owners? <laughs> I do. I really do. I really
2: do. <laughs> I, and I'm going to tell you why, because a lot of times when I meet people with dogs, the dogs don't even know me, but they know me, meaning that it could be a pit bull, a rock baller, or a German shepherd, the meanest dog on the block. But when they see me, they run up to me and they, and then they'll say something to me and then the owners would be like, my dog's never done that before. And I'm like, your dog don't know you. Your dog knows me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did your dog name you? Uh, the dog father.
2: Yes, sir. The one and only.
0: The one and only.
2: The dog father of civilization.
0: Hey Snoop, hearing that Willie Nelson story, I'm I'm just wondering, how do you possibly remember all of your passwords?
2: <laughs> they easy. <laughs> they they like they like they like uh, uh nursery rhymes. But I don't want you to try to figure this shit out on the air. and Have motherfuckers try to get my code. <coach, you>
0: know? <laughs> All right, as we wrap it up, uh, last year we had Andrea Bocelli uh, come on, and this is what it sounded like. Let <laughs>
1: it.
0: and snoop i know your favorite is chestnuts roasting on an open fire so we got a little background for you you
2: do yeah oh wow well, I'm gonna change minds and make it a little bit rated R right now for the
0: holidays. Wait a minute, season.
2: here comes chestnuts. No, not chestnuts. These nuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost slipping at the night. It's time for Jim Gray and TB to get away. But before they do. Roasting on a blunt, <laughs> on an open fire, Jack Frost nipping at the smoke. Oh Jim, oh Tom, what a time that we had. Happy holidays from the Dio Double G. I love that. Snoop. That's a Christmas tree for your ass, Jim Gray.
0: Snoop, you're a treasure, man. We love you. You made Absolutely. us all smile. You're just fantastic. You're the goat, buddy. Thanks for coming yeah. on. Let's go.
2: Love y'all, man. TV love stay you, strong, man. I'm with you, baby. Take it one game at a time, OG. we still in the playoffs, one at a time.
0: You got it. Love you, my man. Love you Thank too,
2: you. bro. Y'all stay safe. Thanks, Dave.
0: Time was great to have Snoop Dogg on. What a what a fun national treasure this guy is. And and i'm so proud of him and and what he's made of himself and and he's he's a huge he's he's a worldwide superstar and from where he began to where he is it's just great yes he's an amazing guy and i think
1: as great as an artist as he is and as great as a performer he is i think what he does for people and how he gives back to his community is the thing that i think i admire most You know, anyone could be blessed with the ability to throw a football or anyone could be blessed with the ability to have a great voice. And that's amazing. That's an incredible talent. But, you know, when you provide service to people and what he's done with youth football and, you know, how he just makes people's day. And he's always on and he's always uh, inspiring other people to come from all aspects of their life to, you know, be something more than where they started and to bring people along with them. And I've known him a long time. And uh, he's never changed, and he's authentic, and
0: that's why everyone loves him, including me. Tom, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we will talk to you next Monday night. Good luck in Arizona.
1: Thank you. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all our listeners. We appreciate you guys. So much gratitude for you guys listening and tuning in, and we're just going to continue to do our best to provide you with some fun stuff and to try to inspire you a little bit and to, uh, to try to keep it real. Thank you.
0: That's Tom Brady. He's our expert. And any athlete will tell you it helps to work with an expert. For buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. You can find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by the number one mortgage lender in America, United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038. It's licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Let's go. Presented by Hertz, we want to thank our terrific producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, with production assistance from Harris Fabishoff. And gratitude and great thanks to our sponsors, Hertz, American Express, USAA, Bank of America, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, Brady Brand, and Mastro's. Let's Go Podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions and Scratchy Productions in collaboration with Shadow Lion. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And we will talk to you again next week right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Series XM Podcasts.